Welcome to the Kayak Bass Nation. What is up, everybody? We are back after a week off. Welcome to KBN Live. Thank you all for joining us. And let me apologize for our absence. Uh, Ryan wanted to go that Monday, and I kind of bailed on it for my first love of basketball and the, the Razorbacks in the Elite Eight. Was it so, worth it? Didn't work out to No, no. And I'm kind of the degenerate <laughs> fan, that, that, you know, kind of degenerate fan that thinks by watching the first game of the team we might play, I'm somehow helping the coach scout that team. So I had to watch that game too. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's nonsense, but still it was fun. It was a great night of watching. It was a good run by the Hogs. So. On the final night, your scouting report. Well, they lost, so it didn't matter. But I had it ready. It was a lot, I was ready to go on the, the forums and let them know what I thought of the, okay. the next game. Okay. But Baylor handled it. They smashed Houston anyway. So anyway, I don't what think about that we, uh, UCLA game, dude. That was awesome. We watched that AJ's, awesome. dude. It was like I mean I don't think any of us had anything invested really in the game. And we went nuts when he hit that last second yeah. buzzer beat. That was clutch right there. The funny thing was uh, all the videos that started going around social media of the the UCLA fans, like within five seconds, went from glory to just utter depression within seconds. You know, thought they were it's going crazy. to double OT and then been smashed. But but yeah, we're back. We'll be back on schedule now. Uh, there's been a little bit going on since we've been been on last. The Pickwick guys. Threw down the the that weekend, same weekend as the Elite Eight, and yeah. uh, they put up some big limits over there, man. That's kind of near over near you, right? Yeah, they were catching them in the current. I I watched the the, the Bassmaster Elite series, and I don't know if any of the kayak guys were paying attention, but that's a damn good way to pre-fish if you just turn your TV on and see where they're catching them. Um, but I know a lot of people were fishing like up near the dams in the in the current and stuff, and that's a, that's a real predictable bite down there for the smallmouth. There were some good limits put up. Yeah, both days in a row, and uh, looked like if he'd have done a combined two-day total, Drew would have probably ran away with it because he had 90-something both days. Yeah, really? he was super, super consistent. And, and when you think current and smallmouth, you you have to you got to put Drew at the top of the list on on who's going to catch him and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, then, not you know, shocked you, that he cashed the checks down there. Yeah, then old Russ showed up on day two. You know how he does. Yeah, um, yep. you had a little derb this weekend, man. Caught some nice smallies. Yeah, man, we had uh, we had our TBKA Chickamauga. Uh, it was the north end of the lake, and I don't, I usually don't spend a lot of time up on the north end of the lake, so I hadn't pre-fished at all because it's been flooded and muddy and cold and everything. So I just kind of rolled the dice, and I was like, man, I'm gonna try to find some current and just bank on my <laughs> bank on my smallmouth magic. And dude, it it freaking paid off. First fish was like 19 and three quarter, and then I caught probably 10 or 12 smallmouth after that i think i had like 59 something on three it was uh it was a good bag of smallies for sure yeah yeah it was cool it's cool to see it on social media continue the lambert hot streak but i know this is kind of your time of year over there on those waters so yeah don't you don't want to call me in the next uh the next month on any of that stretch yeah uh then i got to fish which was the weekend before same weekend as picket pickwick the ben smangler memorial yeah, uh, that went good and those guys have plans to make that a bigger like a annual open event they got a lot of sponsor support down there in central arkansas so be looking for that to get big that was awesome man. But, that's a great event yeah. great cause you got second who who nudged you out of the top uh, spot? 
my buddy John Wofford, another radiology person. Uh, oh, John, and he had just moved down there from Northwest Arkansas. He fished our club up here in Northwest Arkansas and just moved down there and took care of business. Um, so, yeah, he's going to be a, a force down there. But, yeah, the event, I know Garrett and those guys, they want to grow it and make it a regional, if not national, open going forward. So keeping an eye out for that, you know, That'd be cool. down That'd the be road. Cool. Yeah, and it's a cool lake. It's Ben's favorite lake, and it's always going to be there. So um, good times. It was fun. Uh, what else going on? There's been a few. Uh, you were other telling little... me about some news. You were telling me about a little bit of podcast drama going on. Yeah, I don't know who. Uh, hope this never happens to us, Ryan. But I don't know who. I don't know who <laughs> listens to Luke. The Luke Duncan. Uh, what's they? What do they call it? Low budget live over there. I got a handful of. I don't know, dude. I'd have to Google it. Yeah, I got a handful of podcasts I listen to, and he's one of them. And he does a podcast with Dave Mercer called LD and MC, and they had a big breakup this week. Uh, his whole last show was 40 minutes of talking about it. But what it did for me was kind of confirm that there's, there's drama in all of fishing, not just kayak fishing. So, so they, they do a podcast together and now they broke up. Yeah, they were doing one starting, I guess it started this COVID year. Uh, and one of them wanted to get a little more serious than the other. And I guess Dave made Luke mad or vice versa. You know, you have to listen to that whole 40 minute deal about it. Uh, so they just squashed it, ended it. And now Dave's off doing his own thing and Luke's still doing his own low budget live podcast but okay, uh, right. yeah it was kind of s- sounded kind of silly listening to the why but at the end of the day you know we're all grown men we got time for what we got time for and whatever well, at least neither of us will ever try to make this too serious so we're in that's good right shape there. that's right uh as i shared the link with you five minutes before we went live <laughs> i like it <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we're starting early tonight <laughs> that's right we're starting early man uh yeah, the, the, our guests we're going to have on from the, the All-American Kayak Series, you know, they're doing the podcast circuit, so they got another podcast lined up after this, plus the, okay. the NC's on tonight. we got to watch Baylor-Gonzaga throw down, so hopefully that's a good game. Yeah. Hey, who's, uh, who's, one more who's thing. winning that one real quick? I got the Zags. I like the Zags. I like how they play. I'm, okay. I'm going with the Zags, but Baylor's tough. I like tough. underdogs. I'm going, with, I'm going with Baylor on the upset. Yeah, they're, they're guard-loaded, so it's going to be a good game. Uh, and what, There's one more thing. Oh, the Auburn deal. The Auburn fishing team. Oh deal. yeah, God, what a! I mean, what a hornet's nest they stepped in. That was dumb, dumb. How are you going to take the? I mean, arguably, you know, probably one of the top five best college programs in the country, if not the best, and then tell them that they can't fish. Like, what? How do you? Yeah. How do you do that? That that flipped the industry upside down. That was even worse than MLF's uh, Berkeley Power Baits prank that they pulled. <laughs> Yeah, at least that I was mean, a prank. Had everybody, everybody torn up, man. Yeah, at least that was a freaking prank. That that made zero sense. The more I've read about it, the, it still doesn't make sense. So I don't really understand. I mean, you know, they, they had everybody pissed off. Like all the alumni were like, "I'm ashamed to be affiliated with Auburn University." Like that's that's a boo boo right there. Especially, you know, if they let's say Auburn did like uh, some of those Ivy League schools and just canceled all activities for COVID. Okay, but you're letting them out there play full contact sports sweating all over each other but you can't go you can't go fishing dudes can't them. fish on opposite yeah. ends of the boat eight feet apart outside in the air come on I did. and it did make for some good youtube clickbait i think everybody weighed in on it via a youtube video of their own so that was good good content yeah. there yeah everybody's bored you know you gotta yeah. you gotta turn some stuff out yeah but yeah crazy i don't know i hope that uh resolves i'd be a lesson to any other fishing team not trying to to be silly Jim Clark has been here 30 seconds. He's bored. He's leaving now. Congratulations on finally getting back on Facebook, Jim. Um, I'm sure you'll be banned probably within the hour. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hang in there, Jim. Stop. Maybe we'll just, maybe we can boot you just for the hell of it, just to make you feel. (laughs) 
Do it, do it, do it. Put him on a 30-day ban. We would never. We love you, Sancho. Uh, All right. So, yeah, our our guest tonight, All-American Kayak Series, it's a regional series over here in the, I'd say, the Midwest. They kicked off their deal on on Lake Washita, Ryan's favorite lake, this weekend. So they're doing big things. They got a bunch of paid members. I mean, I think their roster's way up over 100. I think Josh is in the comments. He can confirm that. Uh, but we got Lance Burris, who took the W, and then Brian Hillman, uh, the runner-up and big bass winner. We're going to get those guys on here in just a second. So we Let's say we get them in here, Ryan. All right. It, Hang on it. just a second, y'all. We'll be right back. KBN Live is brought to you by Western Sun Vodka. Western Sun Vodka is a 10 times distilled, award-winning, gluten-free vodka. They're independently owned and crafted in Pilot Point, Texas. All right. What's up, fellas? Welcome in, Lance and Brian. Thanks for thanks for joining us tonight, man. What's going on, guys? Thanks for having us. Yeah. I like uh, Lance's background there. He's set up with the, the yak, <laughs> ready to roll. And How high up is that thing? Is it way up on the wall? Oh, you're on mute, brother. I know you got some important stuff to say. I got you. We got you on mute somehow. Here. <laughs> That's a trick. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we'll uh-huh. we'll lead off with we'll, we'll lead off with Brian and we'll work on that. We'll lead off with Brian and work on that. Uh, I was gonna have you guys tell us before we got into your individual days. Um, you know, a lot of hype about the All American Series, and we I know Josh is a seasoned director who does a great things with Moyak already. So, what do y'all think of the the initial event before we get into your individual performances over there uh, and how it went? Tell us about it, Brian. I thought it went well. You know, I mean, he had it there at the. Um, Oh, well, where do we have headquarters at? Harbor. Mountain Harbor? Yeah. Yeah, Mountain Harbor. <clears throat> I mean, that's a that's a nice place where we're in one of the buildings that, uh, you know, I'd never been in before, but it was a nice building. You know, it was big enough for everybody. Josh runs a pretty good tournament. Um, you know, he's organized. Um, you know, he's constantly thinking about the anglers. So, I mean, he's on top of stuff. So, he ran a pretty good, pretty good tournament like he normally does. Were they pretty loose with the uh, restrictions down there? Uh, yeah, I would say so. You know, I mean, I mean that that little area—it's small town, small town Arkansas. So <laughs> I didn't see a lot of mask wearing, if that's what you're referring to. But uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it was it, it was good. I mean, I fished there before, and I like that area, and I do like that lake. I know Ryan didn't like it, but but uh, <laughs> you know, you know, there's a couple of spots there that that I've. I've, I've caught fish before, and I, I just like the way it sets up. Okay. What do you think, Lance? I got Mike now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're good. You're live now, boy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, your piece is giving me issues. <laughs> yeah, it was first time I've ever been down there. So it's it was something I had one day to check it out and kind of take it all in. So it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. What did you think of how Josh, you know, and the, and the crew for the AAKS there ran things? I ran good. It's uh, well organized. Everything was he had a lot of uh, notification, uh, a lot of time leading up to it. You know where you're going. Uh, they're dropping pins on where you need to be. Uh, just the conference area that they had to bring in for the weigh-in. I mean that was that was pretty well set up, and plenty of room for everybody. So it 
it's a good setup. Yeah, good stuff. Weigh-ins are starting back. Do you guys have a weigh-in, Ryan, this weekend? Uh, yeah, yeah. We had a live weigh-in at Dayton Bodock, and then we had like a little shindig get-together at AJ's afterwards. Ordered some pizzas, hung out, watched uh, watched some basketball through cornhole. It was almost like a normal, you know, kind of fishing Saturday. It was pretty neat. Yeah, man. We're getting there. Closer by the day. Is that Mountain Harbor? Is that where they had the TOC uh, stuff at? All the yeah. cabins and all yep. that stuff up there? Yes. Yeah, same I like place. that spot. That was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the campus. They got a lot going on there. Yeah. Did you, yeah, get, you guys run any bass? I liked it. Do you guys run any bass boat tournaments? I know they're all firing up down that part of the country. There was at least one bass boat tournament that I know of. Um, where I was up the river, I, I didn't see a whole lot of bass boats. But uh, but there were there were quite a few guys got crappie fishing and stuff like that. But uh, my area, I didn't have any problems with boats. The what were the fish up, doing? How were y'all catching them? <clears throat> were they shallow, deep? Y'all doing it? That's what I didn't like about that place was they were like suspended fish, like <laughs> hit twenty feet down and sixty feet of water, and they'd come up to school every now and then. It was just it was a freaking headache for me. So wasn't my style. Yeah, Lance, I'll start. So they were doing some different things than the last time we were there. Um, you know, I, I think a couple days before before the tournament, guys were finding fish in the bushes, and so they were pounding the bushes, you know, that were right up on the bank. Um, I fished just a little bit on Friday, and I caught a couple of small fish and didn't have much going on, and I only caught one in the bushes. And so, so come turn day, um, I decided to run way up the river where I'd never fished before. And I was, I was just looking for any type of signs of activity of life or anything like that. And what I found was I found them on, on the flats up in the river feeding up there. And, you know, I started off early in the morning, uh, throwing a DC six, throwing a spinner bait. I also threw a chatterbait, you know, she did most of the damage for me. And, uh, you know, I caught them on the flats as they were feeding, but they weren't up in the bushes. They were off, they were off the bushes quite a bit so i was catching them you know 10 15 20 feet off the bushes and like four or five six feet of water but a good shallow bite yeah yeah it was pretty good if you can find them i think i think a lot of guys struggled um because because they were pressing real close to the bushes up against the bank you know trying to try to pick them out of there but i i just don't think the majority of them are there i think they'd all pulled out because we had a couple cool bites before the tournament yeah of course so, so they weren't up there on the beds yet in other words I think they were trying, you know, earlier in the week, but but like I said, I think that I think those two cold nights really pulled them out, pulled them out away from the bank. Lance, what'd you get on? Similar deal? Um, kind of actually, that's a little bit different. I found some a little better quality uh, staging on Bluff Line, so it was kind of a had the evening sun on it, and I think it held the temperature just a hair warmer than everything else. So. Whenever I got over to it in the morning, it was about a degree warmer than anything else I was around and just pull a chatterbait right off the bank. Um, I kind of stumbled across running a, uh, a weedless chatterbait through these bushes and some of the bushes that you didn't see it when you pulled down through them and then it kind of had a quick drop. Uh, they were hanging out right there. So it Old chatterbait. Wasn't something I ran across in pre-fishing. I just, they weren't where I found them in pre-fishing on, on tournament day. So I just kept just pounding water and found them. <laughs> got I, got you. 
I know Ryan's going to ask y'all, which chatterbait were y'all throwing? <laughs> uh, so I was, I was throwing the cross eyes, um, just green pumpkin with the, yeah, right, the new, the, that new one all with the, it's got two like metal weed guards on it. Yeah. Yeah. Every fish I caught was on that one. What about you? Jackhammer. Jackhammer. Oh, boy. So I, I did a little experiment this, this weekend because I, not this weekend, this past week, the current super heavy. So I needed something heavy to get down to where I thought these fish were going to be sitting. So I went out and bought some heavyweight, you know, heavyweight chatterbaits. Well, I could find, I found like a uh, ounce and a quarter in the original chatterbait, like the old school, uh, in chartreuse and white. And then I accidentally bought like a bunch of three quarter ounce those freaking stealth blades so i'm throwing those i have two real jackhammers in three quarter ounce so i throw those others and i did not realize how big of a pain it was to get them started to get them started vibrating like the original chatterbait i, I cut it off like i fished with it for 10 minutes and like if i let it get down more than like five feet i couldn't get it to start vibrating and the stealth blade was just as bad and i love z-man and all the z-man stuff Oh my gosh, like I that's why jackhammers are 20 bucks because you don't yeah. have to sit and fight with them for 10 minutes to get them to start vibrating. I figured it out. All right. I've had the same problem with some of the original chatterbaits. Um you, you know, if you get to reel them too fast, they just they just kind of stop chattering. They just they just they blow out. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, the jackhammers, I mean, that's tough too. I mean, uh, and I fish fast, so so if I burn a jackhammer, it's it, it's going to continue to chatter. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see if I can throw up uh, a little Booth comment. That was a good one. What do you say? So you oh, took he's... home sixteen hundred ninety-four bucks for second place. Yeah. Well, that big bad, bass. Uh, it's not yeah. a bad little, not a bad little haul there. Yeah, I think it was like eleven fifty for second place, and then. Almost six hundred bucks for for big bass. It's a pretty solid side pot. But uh, what was your first place total? Uh, a little over two thousand. It's two thousand forty-six. Good little weekend. Yeah. How many guys do I have total in this tournament? Sixty. Sixty. Yeah. Wow. That's that's a that's an awesome payout. Sixty yeah, guys I'm... in ten ten different states. Yeah, and Josh was saying y'all there's 119 signed up for the AOI race, but I figured Easter weekend would put a damper on the on the uh, numbers. I mean, what what do you guys think will be the the average once things start uh, leveling out away from a holiday like that? You know, I wouldn't be surprised to see some of these tournaments at 100. You know, depending on where they're located, uh, but but I think 75 will be will be your average. Um, the way the way this series is lined up, uh, from my understanding, is is um, you know it is kind of like the Midwest series used to be. So it's got tournaments, you know, all the way in Nebraska, all the way down to down to Arkansas. So it gives guys the opportunity to be able to travel travel and fish some of these tournaments. So I I know I know I'm not going to go all the way to Nebraska and Iowa and fish fish those tournaments. I'm going to fish the ones that are going to be a little, a little closer to home. I think you only need three or four for angler of the year, Josh. Sorry. I'm sure Josh will correct that. Well, yeah, I think I saw that, right? on these? 100 bucks. 100 bucks, okay. yeah. Wow, that's, yeah. That's solid. 
kind of that thing we were talking about, Ryan. It's kind of that that middle of the road that's needed in in regions of the country uh, for folks that necessarily can't travel all over and chase yep. the, the national I mean, trails. The return, return on a hundred bucks is pretty good there. <laughs> Taking home two grand. Yeah, and they've yeah. got some great sponsor support from uh, Everhart mm-hmm. Outdoors up there. I know in Missouri and some other some other big sponsors. So yeah. doing big things. And I know, I mean, these both these guys also fish the the Missouri Trail, and. Uh, you know, you guys are pulling huge numbers up there too, aren't you? I mean, you had a hundred for your first tournament. We we had one hundred and three on Bull Shoals, which is which is a new record for us. That was uh, that was great to see. I mean, of course, spring's a little slow this year, so Bull Bull Shoals didn't turn out like it normally does. But but it was still a good turnout, good numbers. Is that a statewide <laughs> tournament trail? I mean, is that just one one club in the state, or do y'all have multiple multiple trails in the state? Uh, there's multiple trails. There, there's a couple main major trails uh, in in Missouri. Um, there's also a river series as well. You know, but but they don't turn out that many that many folks compared to uh, Mo Moyak. Although it's a good it's a good series. Gotcha. Yeah, Moyak Moyak's the one. My my buddy was it Eric that started that back years ago. Ma- you and Eric. Mr. Yeah. Yeah. Eric Hansen. Yeah, yeah, there's originally eight of us that kind of jumped in yeah. on this and you know, a few of the guys a few of the guys tapered off, you know, after about a year or so. But uh yeah. Eric stuck with it for about four years and and we, and we had a board and then and then when Eric was ready to step down, he handed it over to Josh and and uh, you know, the rest is history. Josh has done a great job with it. Yeah, blown up. He just uh, got in the comments and said, "You guys have 182 paid members just for Moyak, which is huge." Yeah, 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 doing big things. Blow our group over here in Northwest Arkansas used to be the biggest group, but you guys are kicking our tail right now. What's up with that? Yeah, yeah. I, I remember that first year we started it was 2015, and you guys had your first tournament, and you drew in 77 anglers. I'll, I, I won't forget it. And I was like, damn. How do we get to those numbers? That's a lot of people. I, I I think I think we were drawing like 20, 25 anglers that first year yeah. in each of our tournaments. So we were we were doing shotgun starts then too a lot. That yeah, was that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lance, how did you how did you get in the game? When did you start kayak fishing? You know, where are you from? Tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm from uh, Lake of the Ozarks. Um, I kind of grew up fishing bass boats and uh, a lot of local club tournaments and stuff like that. The I started kayak fishing back in 2018, and uh, just kind of started the river series, and then just ran across lake series. And with me fishing lakes my whole life, I just kind of felt it was kind of fit a little bit better. And just every year, I I seem to do a little bit better. So it's uh. Got into Moyak, eighteen, and uh, fished the well. I guess the last TOC before it became a BOS or took, uh, took Texas. over by AJ. Yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, it was a uh, kind of what I've been doing, fishing a few of the <laughs> national events around. Now I think did I see you make a post that you this got the monkey off your back? Was this your first W or no? Not my first, uh, my first in a while. <laughs> okay. I didn't know what that was regarding. I, I, thought, I was like, I swear I th- that he had won some before, but it was like, uh, so it was, it was just first one in a little bit, huh? 
Yeah. Well, my last one was in 2018 or 19, but I had a lot of uh, runner-ups. <laughs> Just couldn't yeah. couldn't push over the edge. Yeah, I've seen your name up the leaderboard a lot, so it didn't make sense that you hadn't won before. So that, that's good. Glad you cleared that up. Yeah, don't let him pull you. He's a stick. I mean, oh, I know. I know. I see his name everywhere. Every time there's a tournament I mean, that I'm in or watching, his name's if he's in it, his name's up there. I mean, and he, you're fishing out of a bust. bona fide. Do you uh, do you have a motor on that? Yeah, I run a tor- torpedo. All right. Yeah. And then Hillman's running. You're running a 360, right? I was running a uh, well. As a matter of fact, Ryan and I chatted about this. I ran a. Um, uh, oh, you're talking about the kayak? Yeah. 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 Perangler 14 360. Yeah, for the last couple of years. It's a good boat. I like it, and I, I've, I've kind of gotten used to the maneuverability of the 360 now. Like where I was fishing this weekend was just in stupid current. And you see comments all the time like, oh, I never needed to go sideways. Like when I'm slamming into a barge tie-off, like in the current, mm-hmm. I need like I'm sitting there, I'm like, I wish these guys were fishing with me right now. <laughs> so I'd be like, this is the time when you need to go sideways. Like I'm washed up on the riprap yeah. here. Like I have to go sideways. That's the only direction there is. So uh, pretty yeah. funny. Do you run a motor on yours? Who, me? Yeah, Brian. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yep. I ran a 403 last year and this year, this year I put one of those new, uh, new ports on it. And I know there's been some controversy oh, over it. How do you like that? Let's hear, let's hear about yeah, that. I mean, it's all right. Um, you, you know, with the 403 AC last year, I was getting about five miles an hour top speed. And and with this new port, um, I'm getting about 4.8. So it's a little bit slower. You know, you can kind of feel it doesn't have the same torque, you know, uh, yeah. as, as the 403. But, you know, it, it, it does fine. I mean, I had to put, put together my batteries and stuff. And... Uh, but, but overall, I'm probably about 1400 bucks into this thing. And, and, you know, compared to a 403 AC, I mean, you're going to be 2300 bucks into that. Yeah. So, so if someone's does looking to save a little bit of money, they can do it. Like on the yeah. throttle thing, does it have the same, like, um, you know, voltage calculator or mileage? Can you, is there a way to calibrate it to whatever battery you're running or is it just kind of, you got what you got? Yeah, it's got a battery meter on there, and it works okay. You know, it's got, like, the five bars, and then it goes down, you know, from there. And it's pretty accurate for the most part. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't give you distance like the torpedo does, yeah. you know, where, where, where as if you're running full speed, it'll tell you, you know, you've got three miles left at full speed, and yeah. the, this doesn't do that. But, uh, you know, but all in all, it's pretty similar, um, you know, the way it connects up and the way it operates, the way it runs, and, you know, so I mean, if this guy, yeah, if the guys want to save a little money, it's not a bad alternative. Yeah, thousand dollars cheaper. That's bad. Yeah. Uh, where Where are those things made? Do you know? So I know the facility is is in California, and they told me they That's told me trick. that they are. Yeah, I know, I know, <laughs> and they told me that they're assembled there in California, but but I you know I've heard some different things. So. I love, I love, I mean, that's uh, you, a lot of kayak companies, especially like, you know, made in the USA. I mean, they're put together, bolted together in the USA or, you know, there's one piece of plastic that's screwed on, sure. or, you know, the drive is put in, in the USA. There's all kinds of little loopholes, but 
that's, that's how it goes. That's that's a probably ninety percent of American made products today is just assembled in the USA. All their parts are coming from the same same factory. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, yeah. rods, reels, everything else too. So for sure. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad to uh that we got somebody on here that actually has one of those because that when that first hit, there was a lot of a lot of chatter. I know yes, Chris Payne did a little article about the the knockoff wars or whatever he called it, the clone wars. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Chris always he's always neck deep in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but hey, if it works and saves money, you know, I, I I don't I think I know one person that has one of those Bixby's. I've always thought those were interesting too that clamp onto your rudder back there, but I don't know how fast they go. Greg Blanchard used to run one. He he ran a Bixby for a while. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, I thought those weren't weren't that powerful. If I'm not maybe not. I don't know. Uh, I wanted to ask Brian about one thing because not only is Brian the one runner up, but you are also the big bass winner, right, Brian? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's throw that thing up here. It's upside down on turning X for some reason. But uh, <laughs> on a day with not many not many biggins caught over there, tell us a little bit about catching that biggin over there in Washita. Oh man, I tell you what, um, I'll just give you a quick recap how my day went. Yeah. I mean, I had a I, I had a lift pretty early, but I had sixty six inches. And I had 66 inches all the way up until 2 o'clock that afternoon. And, and lines out was at 2.30. And uh, I ran five miles up Washtenaw. And, and you know, caught, caught fish in a certain area. Not all the way up, up there where I ran. So after I ran all the way down there and figured out there was no smallmouth, I, I turned around and I went back to the area where where I caught fish. And and I just had a few hours. or Well, probably about two and a half hours left in the day and I just wanted to put my head down and, and, and just make much cast and you know, hopefully come across some fish. Well, about two o'clock, I pulled up on this big point and uh, the sky's got a little bit darker and the wind started blowing a little bit harder on this point. I, you know, I was having a hard time holding hold position, but I mean, I pulled up on this point and I caught three fish on that point within within 15 minutes and I upgraded 14 inches and, wow. and that big wow. one was, was, was one of them, all, all on jammer. So, yeah, I, I mean, I was I was really lucky to catch that fish because because I cast out there, hooked it, fought it. He took me into a bush, you know. He was fighting me in the bush. I, I I just wrenched it out, and and then by the time I got it to the boat, I was reaching for my net, net. He started tail walking all over the place, and I was like, screw it. And I just boat flipped it, and whenever I boat flipped <laughs> it, I looked down and he was skin hooked. So <laughs> I, I was lucky to get that one in. Yeah, it was meant to be, man. I yeah. mean that's a good way to clutch it up, but Lance, I'm looking at the turning X here. You still had him by five and a half inches, so you didn't even you didn't even break a sweat while all that was going. Mm-hmm. He worried me a little bit at the end, so we're sitting there uh, weighing. They're getting ready to announce everything, and he goes, "Yeah, I made uh, three upgrades uh, in the last thirty <laughs> minutes." And then, like just after he said that, Josh goes and Big Bass goes to Brian Hillman. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, oh crap. <laughs> so, I'm you had you had enough cushion there, it looked like for sure. Yeah, yeah I, well, I, was, I was messing with him a little bit. I told him I had eighty something. I didn't tell him how much I had. Yeah, <laughs> because I, I knew he had eighty three <laughs> throughout the day. What I didn't realize is he upgraded again after the, after the scoreboard got turned off. But I, but yeah, I was trying to mess with him a little bit. Right. My life, everybody upgrades after <laughs> leaderboards off. That's how Brian does people. We we talked at some tournaments before in Missouri, and he's he's giving me the slow play, and then he gives me the side eye when he beats me by an inch or something. I'm like, yeah, okay, <laughs> playing playing yeah. mind mind games up there. That's the same way Jordan Marshall is, man. He'll come in, 
like he'll come in, you see this little grin on his face, and like even TOC man, I didn't I didn't know if he'd even caught him. I see him coming out from getting the polygraph, and he's just got this grin. I'm like, dude, there's no freaking way he's <laughs> he went out here and <laughs> knocked me off, and then not even gonna say anything. So I just have to sit there and sweat it out until they call the names. I'm like, I hate when people do that, man. Just tell me, tell me if yeah. you beat me. Let me know. <laughs> So, Lance, you said you kind of figured it out on your tournament day, but did you figure it out early, or did you make a late run as well? Um, I actually kind of figured it out a little bit early. So, uh, what I figured out the day before, I, I fished two different spots uh, in practice, and my second spot, I found him in the afternoon, but the sun was high, and I knew I had an afternoon bite. Nothing was big. I, I mean, everything was like 10 to 15 inches, so I didn't have any confidence going into tournament day. But whenever I got there in the morning, the water cooled down by like seven degrees just because the sun wasn't on it. So I just took off, started fishing, and ran towards the channel because I knew they weren't in the back of the coves at that point. And as soon as I hit that bluff line, I had that first, well, I think first one was 18 three-quarter. Uh, my first big one was 18 three-quarter. And then about 50 feet down the down the bank, hit a 17. And found it then so i just i ran those bluff lines as much as i could and i got to about about two o'clock where i should have taken ibuprofen at about 12 just so they start kicking in by the end of the day i made so many casts my my wrist was so sore <clears throat> yeah it was it was found a little early but that that lake has such little service for at least me i knew there'd be a, a ton of people just dumping them in after 2 30 and so i I'd rather be 90s all over the place just kind of after the day I had, but I guess I got lucky. Did you, did you need those? I'm looking at your deal there. Did you need those two coals or did you have 80 with, with uh, just five? Um, I did need two. I had about 80 with five. My next upgrade got me to 83 and the last upgrade got me to 85. I got you. Okay. So you need, so I, I had a, I had two 13s that I had to, to get rid of. Okay. And it seemed like that was a theme. I went down and scrolled through everybody's limits. There was a ton of 10 to 13 inch fish caught. Were they up fishing shallow, just catching bucks? Is that what people were, were missed on? 13s I caught came out of the bushes. Okay. So the, so the bigs hadn't moved yet. That's funny because over on uh, uh, Conway the week before, that was the same deal. Up shallow was all the small fish, and the bigger fish, like Brian was saying, were out. Conway's not a very deep lake, but they were out five to six feet deep, it mm -hmm. seemed. That's how Chick is right now. Like the, I guess the combination of the flood and that cold front, but the guys that were fishing super shallow, they were just, you know, catching a ton of buck bass. Uh, they would hit, I mean, I think there were two or three, like 21, 22-inch fish caught Saturday, but they were just kind of, you know, few and far between. Uh, I know they were shallow. Those had actually pushed up on the bank in the afternoon, but I think we're about a week or two weeks out from seeing seeing the show, so I'm I'm excited for it. Yeah, it's about to. Hit. I think Darnell's going to hit right for t for the for the BOS, Ryan. You're going to come to Arkansas. Dude, I'm excited. Hammer them. I'm excited. Don't tell anybody. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brian Lance, you guys coming down for that one on Darnell? Is there another event going on somewhere? <clears throat> I won't be there. It's it it's still up in the air for me. I've got I've got somebody asking if I if I can go. So I don't know. 
I fished I fished four weekends in a row right now. We we've had four uh, tournaments in a row, so I need to probably need to mow the lawn or something. I don't know. I think Lance just passed Lance, out. Lance, are you okay? <laughs> you <can't answer>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. All's well. We can take a phone drop. We just don't want you dropping. Yeah. I'm... Let's see if we can fix that. Uh, J- James, James Haberly, he said the 12 inches were in 10 foot of water too. So, <laughs> sorry, James. Any more questions for these fellas before we wrap it up and get them out of here? We we're gonna we went early tonight. We're gonna finish a little early just because uh, they've got another podcast. And like I said, uh, time to prep for the for the natty. Uh, yeah, Eric Morris. He was up. He was in the lead at first. Uh, if you guys saw the leaderboard at all in the morning, he was up there. He was using the A rig. He said the first three hours mm-hmm. had a limit, but mm-hmm. couldn't get any big ones. Eric's a, a local hammer for sure, and done some damage regionally too. So. Uh, but if you guys have any specific questions, shoot them over in the comments and I'll throw them on the screen. Let's see. Did I miss anything going back, Ryan? You've been watching any of that? I don't think so. I've been trying, I've I've been trying to read the comments. I'm on that uh, I'm on that Arizona green tea tonight, so I'm extra hyper. You're straight. I got you. Comments, yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's see if I can find anything. Yeah. Um so if you don't make Washita, what do you guys got going the rest of the year? I know you got Moyak, but uh, what's your what's your focus? KBF, AAKS, all of the above. What do you what do you got going the rest of the year, both of you? Well, I can start. I mean, for, you know, for me, it's going to be Moyak and and uh, All American. Okay. Yeah. I got a few more bass events, so I'm going to run. Uh, I don't think I'm going to make the Fowler one, but I'm going to try to get the Pickwick and uh, Lacrosse after that. But I'm going to try to hit a few of the All Americans and. Of course, finish out my action, see what I can keep keep up with uh, Brian. Yeah. Who's leading the AOI right now? Is Brian leading? <clears throat> no? Or is it Dorman? Jason Yazinski. We, we've we had one tournament in oh. Humble Shoals, so. so it's our I like it's Jason. Our... Jason. Jason's my boy. I like him a lot. Yeah, he, he found him. He's a good he one. He found him on Bull Shoals. He went way up a river, and it was it was running too. And man, he caught him up there. He caught like ninety three inches. He was the only one that broke ninety, oh. I think. Yeah, he's I can't catch the smallies. I think they're all large. Were they? Does doesn't Bull Shoals does Bull Shoals have small mouth? Am I correct in thinking yes, that? Yeah, yes, sir, it's got all three. Yeah, I thought that. Hey, what do y'all think? I've been trying to push for Bull Shoals to get a national event. Um, it's a good lake. I mean, I know it fish tough, but it's a it's a good lake, man. What do y'all t- tell these folks a little bit about it? It's big enough. Yeah, <laughs> it's big enough. It's got a good history. I mean, there's there's some there's some there's some hammers in that lake. You know, I mean, I mean it's it wouldn't be anything. You know, you know if you bring the big guys in there, there there there's gonna be some ninety inch bags caught out of there. And I just like the area. It's like you said, it's a huge lake. Fish is big. The only, only problem I have with the lake is there's no bridge that crosses it. So to you know, if you're gonna fish the other side, you gotta drive around the whole thing. Yeah, uh, that's that sucks. But it. But I hope it can pull. Whether it's bass, bos, whatever, a, a big event uh, next year or the year after. I don't know. Keep campaigning. Service, I like keeping them. Yeah, the service is great there, but you know, it wouldn't be the first time we fished a lake that didn't have great sail service. Yeah. Until we start getting the live coverage, that ain't really going to matter. You can find a cell <laughs> signal at some point. Right. Uh, but, that, but that's coming, hopefully. 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 Yeah. Uh, Eric said Darnell put out some big ones today. 
He's down there pre-fishing. There's a local event this weekend down there for anyone that's going to come over a week early and pre-fish. You can go ahead and fish a little local tournament for 35 bucks if you're in the town. I'll be down there, part of my practice. I'm, I'm going to try to get in Wednesday. I don't know. I may not be able to get out till Thursday. I got to see what the real job is shaking out like next week. Yeah, I'm going to leave Friday morning, drive down there and check a few things out. But like I said, I'm going to go this weekend, fish their tournament, and hang out. Fish Sunday a little bit, snoop around, see what's going on. I hope, Where is I hope they're doing what I, what I hear. I hear. I hear it's a nice little shallow bite out there, potentially. A little bit of flipping, maybe a little chatter baiting. I like, I like the sounds of it anyway. I'm going to have to poke around and try to find somewhere that suits me. It should be. I mean, it's right down there close to Lake Conway. Conway, the water temp was up in the 60s. That was two weeks before this event, so they should be full-on up shallow trying to spawn or you know, be just outside. Like so it. it's time. It's time. Uh, Bob Baylor said he wants a national event on Leech Lake. I don't know where that is, but he said frogging the rice fields for Minnesota Giants. It sounds fun. I don't know where that is, but it sounds like Minnesota, to be honest with you. Minnesota. I'd like that. <laughs> I'd like to go up there. What's that one? Uh, what's the one they all went and fished after lacrosse? Malax. Uh, yeah, Malax. Yeah, they freaking stroked them up there. I'd like yeah. to go get on that one time. That's land of those footballs like they catch up in, in Michigan and other places. Big, big old smallmouth. Yeah. How far are you going to drive to that? I don't know where Minnesota is. I know lacrosse is <laughs> like 10 hours from here, and the Mille Lacs is another hour or two north of that. So you're talking 12 hours just from here. So I don't know how far for you. It's a ways. It's a ways. It's a ways. But, uh, you know, someday, bucket list. Um, you gentlemen got anybody you want to thank before we let you all out of here? Sponsors, anything like that? Oh, just real quick. I'm on the Hobie fishing team. So thanks, Hobie. And, except them, and, except for them. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, this next one. I'm, I'm supported by a local outfitter, OMTC. Thank you, guys. Lance, what about you, buddy? Uh, Death Bonafide. They've stepped up this year. Uh, got me into a boat when I needed it. And support pretty good for that. Uh, good. As far as Kistler... Uh, they've they've been doing pretty good. Helped me out with uh, just some some perfect rods. My wife, for one, uh, she lets Heck me. Yeah, smart man. Because she <laughs> sometimes doesn't like it whenever it's spawning season and all the trails I make them back to back to back. But <laughs> take a couple weeks off and I think we'll be okay. Yeah, and I'm gonna second what's, you. I know you clean. What's the the clean sticker back there? What's that on your? On your... Uh, so that's my business. A uh, little bit of free advertisement. I got you. There. Okay. That's cool. What, what kind of business you got, man? Sh shout it out. Uh, so basically, it's uh, home cleaning systems. Uh, we got some air purifiers, vacuum, stuff like that. Basically, help a lot of people have allergies, asthma, uh, kind of clean up the inside of your home. And after the whole COVID thing, it's been doing all right. I bet. How fast can you get to Tennessee? Because I can't freaking breathe right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry. Yeah, yeah. It, it'll help you. Yeah, good stuff, man. And and I'm not on the Kistler team, but I've recently uh, made a big change in all my rods over the winter and bought a bunch of Kistlers, and I second the quality. That's good stuff. Mm -hmm. So good stuff over there, Kistler. Free plug for them. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Uh, like Josh said, the next All-American Trail Stop is on Lake of the Ozarks, so be looking for that. And then, like I said, we got a Dardanelle event coming up this weekend locally, and then the BOS week after that, so. 
Yeah, time to throw down. Uh, anything else, Ryan? I'm good, man. I'm ready, ready to get ready to get back to Arkansas and see what it's all about. Yes, sir. See you soon, man. Uh, all right. Well, fellas, we appreciate you taking the time to be with us tonight. Uh, I know you, like I said, you got some other stuff lined up. Are you both either one of you basketball fans? Who you got tonight in the in the championship? <laughs> I don't follow too much. All right. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be You're the only basketball fan. Yeah. Dang. It's gonna be hard to bet against Gonzaga, though. All right. They look, they going look for, tough. I'm going for them Zags. Mm-hmm. Ryan's got Baylor. Is that right? Yep. I heard that. Yep. Let's see it. Underdog. It should All be right. a good game. All right. Well, with that, we'll get out of here. Uh, once again, appreciate everybody watching and everybody that is listening later on iTunes. We appreciate you there, too. We will catch you all next Monday. We're gone. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.